This podcast is not intended as a substitute for professional help. If you or someone you know is facing difficulties, I advise you consult a psychologist. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Psych for Life with Dr. Amanda Ferguson. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda Ferguson. Today's episode is about how to date for a lasting love relationship. You've no doubt heard, seen, or even experienced yourself some of the common disasters that can happen in dating, like picking the wrong types of people, a rushed start to intimacy only to crash and burn, never meeting the right people, and feeling jaded and that it's just not going to happen. And perhaps worse, feeling unlovable because you're unable to find the right person. So for many people, it does just happen, finding the lasting, loving relationship. But for many other people, it doesn't just happen. The information and approaches I'm giving in this episode today have been so successful for many decades that I've often had people ask me to start a dating service. And perhaps they're joking, perhaps they're not, I don't know. We all know the adage, you've got to love yourself first before you can be loved by someone else or find love. But look, I think you've got to be comfortable and secure enough in yourself because Love relationships and the world of dating, of course, can lead to many things, including rejection, loss, heartache. So unless we feel we can handle these things, the the risk that we are up against, then I think we're probably not ready yet. In this podcast, you'll learn some of the timeless things about dating that work. Some of the contemporary tips like separating sex from dating And that's pretty intriguing for many people, but we'll get to that later. And many more things that lead to finding a lasting love relationship. So let's take picking the wrong type of people. Well, often that's to do with chemistry of attraction between us. And I will discuss that a bit later. Again, you can refer to my podcast on chemistry if you're particularly wanting to hear more about that. You'll also hear me discussing why we need to know what we're looking for in order to pick the right person and therefore reject the wrong people. And what about a rushed start to intimacy? And it can seem so exciting in the beginning when it is such a rush, especially when someone seems so keen on us. And if we're keen on them too, it can make us believe this must be it. This must be meant to be. It must be right. But a relationship that burns fast burns out fast as well. And so tends to lead to a sudden end or to become a toxic relationship. For instance, codependence often results from these fast-burning relationships or even worse, coercive control. Take the problem of never meeting the right person, feeling jaded, and that's just not going to happen. When this happens, people unwittingly have often behaved in ways that have actually blocked them from meeting people. For instance, I find these people often don't make eye contact. They're not smiling. They're not interested or able to even have a small chat with someone in a queue, for instance, in a lift. Being available to someone who looks nice enough, who tries to engage us. Or people are often too full on and too demanding and hence pushing people away. And or not picky enough. And that may intrigue you as well, because there's a general thought that people can be too picky when in fact we know it's the opposite. And what about feeling unlovable? Well, when people are unable to find the right partner 
and all the problems I've just mentioned before, it can lead to this. And so it's really important to understand what works when people are seeking to attract the right person and to date for a successful, lasting love relationship rather than do it the wrong ways. So what are some of the approaches at work? Well, one of the most important ones is to separate sex and dating. And that means if you're seriously looking for a partner, and they are too, it's really better to avoid sex for as long as possible. Dating is confusing enough. It's difficult enough. But sex confuses everything. It adds an extra layer of complication. And it's really so much more straightforward if you can delay that. And the general rule of thumb is about three months or 10 dates before intercourse. And, and that's often the advice from men in particular. Another really important guideline is to make a list, a very specific detailed list of the type of person you're looking for and the type of relationship. And I know it's contrary to popular opinion, but there is a longitudinal study that shows that the people who are picky are the ones who partner most successfully and most quickly. And it's similar to arranged marriages that statistically we know they're more successful than non-arranged. And this brings us to compatibility. So people who are more similar are more compatible. Opposites attract, but they don't usually work. So when you write your list, you're usually looking for someone who's got similar values to you, who's pretty similar, and values are a key component again. So values around money, around family, lifestyle choices, religion or not, and spirituality and sexuality. The traditional courtship approach was a slow burn approach, and we know that slow moving relationships are the ones that work the most successfully. Of course, we modernise dating these days with apps and sites. And there are people that we may meet through other people, common interests, friends, work, industry events, other social groups. But being out and about is often a place where people do meet. And it's about being available. And by being available, I mean being open to a smile, a shared smile, eye contact, small talk in a shopping centre and so forth. So once you've got your list, you've now got a criteria of actually what you're looking for in a person. You've got a checklist. So it's one thing about making the list. It's another thing to actually walk the talk and to apply the list. And that means you've got a criteria that you're actually referring to when you're dating and when you're even considering dating someone and being strict with yourself and being really honest about whether this person seems to be the person on your list or not. And I often say, look, it's like recruitment. You've got a position to fill and here's your, your description of what you're looking for. A lot of the people that write self-help books about dating say it's never too soon to ask the hard questions. And again, if someone seriously is looking for a long-term relationship like you are, they'll appreciate not wasting their time and asking those tough questions will be something they'll respect as well. And if they're not, that may deter them and that may be a good thing. Another rule of thumb is that the first date, be quite quick, be maybe a coffee or something similar, be, of course, in a public place and be maybe 20 minutes because if after 20 minutes you're not busy enough to move on, then maybe that sends a wrong signal. And also it's about not wasting your time 
avoiding becoming jaded and giving yourself then time away to reflect. The longer that first date might be, the more intimate it might be, will send a message to yourself and other people and can mean you're missing cues and not taking it as seriously and systematically as maybe you need to. And by that, I mean, we need to keep ourselves honest. If we're really looking for the right person, then delaying may not be the best and may not give us the best perspective. It's always important to not use alcohol in early dates. Alcohol, of course, lowers our filter and reflective mechanisms, and we want to have our wits about us. So daytime is a good time to have a first date for that reason as well. I often say start as you mean to continue. So by that, I mean your values, your lifestyle, and the big question of who pays. I'm hearing a lot of confusion about this, especially with younger generations. We're socially much more equal in Western societies, of course, which is a fabulous thing. However, hormonally, our brains are still developing differently from the different hormones that different genders have. So while men and women, for instance, are more similar than different, we are still different. There are still hormonal differences and therefore brain structure differences. So if you're the type of person who's young and female and wants to have children and wants the opportunity to really be very present in raising those children, think about the kind of partner you may want who may help with that lifestyle, who may want that kind of lifestyle as well, where they're the breadwinner more than you are. If that's your value system, if that's what you're looking for, then be honest, I suggest, right at the beginning, that probably you send a different message if you're the one offering to pay for a cup of coffee than if you're not. And that may sound very sexist, but it really is about start as you mean to continue. If you send out the message right from the beginning, you're certainly going to screen a lot of people very quickly. If you really want an equal relationship financially, where you both work as much as each other, then of course you're going to share the coffee payment. And I don't mean then the other person that may end up being the breadwinner pays for everything forever and ever. It's just that right from the beginning, you want to set things up. The first impressions are really the most important. Self-respect is very important in the process of dating and everywhere in life, as well as respecting other people, of course. So sticking to the time frame that you've already set right from the beginning, if it's just a coffee, it's usually just one, maybe two, and that's it. Be busy, be moving on. Last minute bookings tend to send the wrong message as well to yourself and to other people. Again, keep yourself honest, keep it as simple as possible and with many boundaries in place. And this comes back to start as you mean to continue because boundaries are really important for healthy relationships. Another important tip is when you're dating, you're available to be dating other people. You're not exclusive. If you are exclusively dating only one person right from the beginning, it really is hard to stay honest with yourself that this is not the person. And especially if you're the type of person that tends to jump into relationships really quickly, then it's really important to keep yourself honest by making yourself available to dating other people.
especially if you start to feel interested in someone and really think they could be that person. Even if you don't have time or interest in anyone else, just still be available, even if it's just on a dating app. Still smile at people that look nice or casually chat to people, strangers in a shopping queue, just to keep yourself honest that you're still on the market. Another really important tip is to tell someone right from the beginning that you're interested in someone. It's a reality check. Tell them right at the beginning what you think is interesting about how they seem to meet your criteria on your shopping list and identify the potential problems. All relationships have problems and the best we can do is to be observant as possible and remember what they are. And if you've told someone like a friend what you think the problems might be, then that's easier to remember in future. For instance, someone who already has a child and if you don't have a child, that's a difference. Or if someone's passionate about skiing and they go every year to skiing and the other person doesn't even like the cold weather, for some people, this would be a deal breaker, or for others, it might be a nice difference between the two and some nice time apart. Communicate as much as possible about the terms that you're looking for, the intentions you have. Be really clear in yourself before you're dating about what you're looking for, and it makes it a lot less tiring and disappointing. You're less likely to become jaded. As soon as it's not fun, take a break from dating. If it's not fun, it's not likely to work. So switch off those apps if they're becoming too onerous. And during those first months and weeks, make sure that you introduce this person to a close friend or family member or both, and that they do the same because you really want to screen this person and this potential relationship because it's a position you're looking to fill and you want to put it through as many of the challenges that it's going to have to face during life itself. So remember to take it slowly, as slowly as possible. I love the concept that was written by Linda Goodman in her one of her astrology books where she said, this is how love happens. First, the eyes meet and they love what they find, what they see. And it's only through the eyes that the minds can meet and then the minds, will they fall in love? And it's only through the minds that the feelings can then connect and they love what they find there. And through the feelings, that's where the hearts fall in love and bodies, will they just know what to do? So delaying sex is a really important part of the process. Take it slowly, ask the tough questions and share the information with a close friend or family member to keep yourself honest and good luck. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple, Spotify or wherever you're listening right now. Plus, don't forget you can access all of the resources mentioned in today's podcast via the show notes. Is there a pressing issue or topic you'd like me to discuss? Head to my Instagram at dramandaferguson and send me a DM. I love hearing from my listeners. If anything discussed in this podcast has caused you concern or distress, contact your general practitioner or health provider. To locate a psychologist in your area, call the Australian Psychological Society and locate Find a Psychologist Service on 1800 497 or visit www.findapsychologist.org.au.
If you or someone you know is in crisis, Lifeline is available 24-7 on 13 11 14 and Kids Helpline again 24-7 on 1800-55-1800 and both are free of charge. To find out more about me, please visit my website, dramandaferguson.com.au. You can find the link in my show notes. The opinions expressed by guests in these podcasts aren't necessarily shared by me.